Welcome to the Value Script. I'm your host, Lonnie Carmichael. And in studio, we have our lovely co host. <laughs> it always sounds like a game show that or was, something. That was very uh, theme park ish. <laughs> I was trying to be very official in my official podcaster voice. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Love it. That's a fun top. Thanks. Is that leopard, cheetah? Sure. Some kind of fake something. cat print. Right. <laughs> Like so last last episode we talked about Mavis um, needing to be taken out. Mavis is our dog. You can't quite see her right now. Um, she's a little malty poo. And uh, do you have to go again? I don't know. She might be telling me something right now. <laughs> Mavis, are you telling me something right now? Last time we talked about why is marriage hard, and uh, as we listened to that episode and review, realized we left a couple stones unturned. And, a cut. and I don't know, maybe they were edited out. I thought we talked about a couple of these things. So if there's a reason why you cut it and left it on nope. the floor, let us know, bro. Nope. Maybe. <laughs> but, but I will tell you, we're being relatively new podcasters and new to the business. But we, uh, I get nervous and I forget things. And uh, you go back and you're like, oh, we meant to talk about that and we didn't. Do you remember off the top of your head a couple of things you wanted to talk about from the last episode? Well, we definitely um, talked a lot about marriage being hard, but also just in talking to friends and family members, like divorce is hard too. So you kind of got to real, and, and I'm sure everybody realizes that nobody takes that lightly, but um, it gets, the word divorce gets thrown a lot, or thrown around a lot when people are struggling, when they're, you know, upset and they're in the midst of their um, fight or whatever. But, um, but really like divorce is hard. Being single is hard. We have a lot of single friends that, you know, live in the single life and going out all the time and dating lots of people and all the things that come with that. And, and I, we don't have any single friends that are like, Hey, I love being single. Like, this is amazing. Like living it up, all kinds of things. Like I do have one that would say that. Yes. <laughs> You do. <laughs> he would try to convince himself that right. how he was living made him happy. Right. But obviously but, um, yeah. it did not. Um, <laughs> so let's dive in on a couple of those things. So they all kind of relate, right? So what, and still the quest for why is marriage hard. And I think as we started reading our book, which get your books, guys, we're going to, we're going to read the five love languages and I've already tore into about 30 pages of it. And in reading that um, he speaks to these things, you know, why does marriage get hard? Why, why can't the fire that, you know, that just passionate fire that you have in the beginning, why can't it just always be there? And uh, I think uh, we'll dive into that and hopefully we'll discover and understand a little more about that. We did talk about some of the reasons, but uh, I think in life, something we need to understand about life is that anything you do that is going to be meaningful in the long run is going to be hard. There is no easy path to greatness. There is no, there is no cliff notes on how for your life it can be easy or great. Nobody's done it before. Nobody's walked your walk. Nobody's lived your life. Nobody's been through your relationships. Nobody's done it before. This is the first time in the history of the planet you've existed and had these things happen. So there's nowhere to look for Okay, I'm going to look up a reference of when, when I turn 21, how to nail my life. Hmm. Doesn't exist, right? We have guides, and we have guides through church. We have guides through social um, leaders, like, I don't know, my guru, Jordan Peterson. You know, you have um, 
Ed Milet, Andy Frizella, a couple of my mentors that mentor me um, on, on a personal level and then in a, in a business professional level, Tony Robbins, you know, he even has a, his, his Netflix, big Netflix debut film was I am not your guru is what it's called. Right. And so there, nobody has really done what you're doing in life. And if you're encountering resistance, it's probably because you're accomplishing good things, but you're not going to be able to get to a point where there's no resistance unless you're in a state where there's also no growth. The only way I can really break that down as simple as possible is when I go lift weights, I lift the heaviest weights I can lift. And I do, I, I put myself under the most amount of strain possible. The reason I do that is because I want to make the maximum amount of growth, the maximum amount of gains happen in the least amount of time. Now, if you look at me, obviously I'm not consistent at it. And that's, that's why I'm not a professional bodybuilder. <laughs> but if, if I was consistent at it and if I, and I um, was disciplined enough to watch my diet, I could be. Um, nevertheless, back to relationships. Jordan Peterson said this. I don't want to rant too much here, Meredith. I want you to, to jump in here. But Jordan Peterson, one of his talks, he said, you know, in life, one of the problems is we have to make a sacrifice. We don't get to choose not to make a sacrifice in life. To some extent, we get to choose what that sacrifice is, but we don't get to choose not to make it. And if you're not sure what sacrifice you may need to make in your life, you need to consider what sacrifice you could make that you'd be willing to make that would mitigate the greatest amount of suffering for most people involved. And in a lot of marriage relationships, it's whatever it takes to stay married. In some marriage relationships, if there's abuse, you know, toxicity that cannot be overcome, maybe you don't invest in that relationship. But I, I do want to touch on that. I was thinking about that earlier today. Um, just my sister and, and her ex-husband, um, they went through a lot in their, you know, they were just married for a few years and um, and it got to the point where it truly was not beneficial for them to stay married. And um, and I watched her go through that divorce process and being a single mom. She was in nursing school and then ended up, you know, starting her um, med spa, Mavi Med Spa, and, and is doing fantastic now. But how heartbreaking and hard it was for her to go through that. And I'm sure for for her ex-husband too, it was, it was difficult, but I look at them now and they're both thriving. Like they're, they're both in a better spot now than they were when they were married. And, um, sometimes that is a necessary thing that needs to happen. And, you know, we certainly advocate a lot for, for marriages to, you know, to fight for your marriage, to stay together if at all possible. And, um, and how, and really, you want to push for that um, in every instance. Do all that you can to try to stay married. But certainly in their case, that just wasn't an option. And um, and they're a lot. They're both a lot better off now. You know, they co-parent better. Their boys are healthy. And sometimes, if your if your marriage is toxic and you just can't come together and resolve it, it's not better for your kids to stay together just for the sake of staying together. That's, you know, you're their example for, 
for what marriage should look like. So that's important and, to consider too. Uh, if you have children, you need to consider the environment that you're raising them in. If it's, if it's not a peaceful, loving environment, um, then they're learning that that is a normal environment to expect when they have a home that they're creating for themselves. If there's chaos and unsettling things, if they're, if they're privy to yelling and fighting and things that unsettle them, that'll become their normal. And it'll be very difficult for them to have normal or positive, rather, um, home environment that they establish on their own because of their subconscious programming that has been created in, in when they were young is that chaos is normal. And unsettled nervous systems and unsettled emotions is normal. And it's not ideal. Everybody, everybody consciously knows that's not ideal. But that's one of the reasons why people that grow up in toxic homes go out and mimic that toxic environment the rest of their lives as well in their own homes. And it's because of their subconscious programming. And so it's important as a parent to realize we are framing and setting an example of um, how to be parents and how to have families for our children. And if it's not a positive, wonderful, loving environment, it needs to be. And and too, and, and it's not going to be that way all the time. So... Like, let your children see you and your spouse working through conflict in a healthy way and and talking about things and resolving things and 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 talk about talk talk to them about it. Like, hey, yeah. this was this was hard for us and and we weren't happy with each other in the moment, but here's how we worked through it. I think that's that is that is so good. Like you you mentioned like model how to have a conversation like that, right? That's healthy right. and constructive rather than unhealthy and destructive mm-hmm. and help your kids learn like kids don't naturally know how to regulate their emotions and if they're around parents that don't know how to regulate their emotions they're never going to learn to have well-regulated emotions and, and a well-regulated nervous system just like our dog right now has just gotten a little excited about something <laughs> <laughs> and it was a little alarming for everybody um uh, but back to, I, I just want to sell, you know, we had heard some feedback from um, one of our value warriors, I like to call her, our, our audience of value warriors. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that the, uh, I, that's what I like. term? Our value warrior. I mean, we're out here, dude, we're fighting, we're fighting for the great stuff. Yeah. Make it happen. And, and um, hashtag, hashtag value warrior. Hashtag, I'll throw, I'll hashtag value warrior. Yeah. Well, one of our value warriors got back to us and, and said, you know, we went to counseling and the counselor was super um hey macy i love come on in make an appearance say hi no come on in we heard you let's show your beautiful face (laughs) it's all good love we're parents they know we're parents what's up this is our beautiful oldest daughter come on in come on into the shot let's be proud of you what's up (laughs) i love nice to see you Oh yeah, she, they'd gone to counseling. The counselor was super frank and said, "Hey, look, you guys got to decide if you want to be married or say, or not." And and almost painted a pretty grim picture of like your marriage um, is pretty much on life support. Well, I don't know. I wasn't there, but hopefully he spoke to. Look, um, it might be hard. You guys have a mountain in front of you that's going to be hard to climb. But if you're willing to do it together, you can climb the mountain. But if you're not willing to do that, you're going to have a mountain in front of you called divorce. And it is not an easy road to navigate. It is not just like, okay, I'm done. Let's hit the exits and it's better. It's hard, especially if you have children involved and you have finances involved. And then all of a sudden, you know, back to our single friends come to us and say, 
it's hard to be single. It's lonely. Like, sure, we may go out and have a great Saturday night. It may be like sensational and you can write novels about it. And that might be what you think you want. But at the end of the day, it's we come home to an empty home and we come home to empty relationships and we come home to loneliness. And it's like doesn't really go away. And it's and it's really hard to find a quality companion. Well, if you have that quality companion, it's just tough. Hey, it's it's worth the hard to fix that, because if you don't, pretty soon you're going to be on the hard of now I'm in the single scene and it's hard. Right. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but then I had to go through the divorce hard to get to the single hard. And now we're living the single hard. I, I just wanted to point out in life, like, I don't think we get to just have a hunky dory life where nothing happens. That's not hard. That isn't not to say like life sucks. It's grim, like horrible, like, ah, it's not life's beautiful. It's amazing. And there are amazing possibilities, but you are not going to be able to create those possibilities, those outcomes without a lot of effort. There's a thermodynamic law of entropy that I learned and to dramatically simplify it. Essentially it's, it's kind of the law of, of, um, decay as they call but essentially matter goes from highly organized states to disorganized states. It just naturally gravitate towards that. Unless you put a lot of energy into the system and then you can help create a new organization or bring the disorganization back to organized and bring matter back together. And that's just a thermodynamic law of the universe. Like you have organization that's going to divulge into less organization naturally. So if you just think you're floating along in your life and you just think I'm doing humdrum, just kind of going to chill. Well, actually, that's impossible because you can't just keep an even keel. You're going to go from where you are to worse unless you are actively trying to make it better. Mm -hmm. and, and you don't always want to. Oftentimes you don't want to. And I, um, I, look, I can't even remember if it was. Was it Andy maybe that was talking about the difference between motivation and discipline? And discipline? It was Andy. Like, like you, you can have motivation to do things, and that's great. That'll take you. But what when the when the motivation runs out? You got to be disciplined, and that applies to everything in in marriage, and business, and parenting. Like, you know, we all <laughs> that have parenting great, thing is that there's an obligation you can't escape no matter what. Yeah, no, it, it's and, and not it's, going. It's not going away ever. But it's right. beautiful too. It's, it is the right. source of the greatest joy and happiness that we can ever, that I've ever felt. It is. But if you, one thing I've really found just in reflecting in myself as a mother is if I'm not actively engaged in trying to be a better mother and be in tune to my children's needs and actively doing what's best for them and being my best self for them, then I get lazy and they suffer because because of it like it's just there is no way to just float along just like you were just saying it doesn't work that way and especially in today's society we have to be intentional about all of those things our marriage our family our business everything needs our our full attention to be able to progress and grow and, and find that happiness all right guys we just want to clean that up a little bit i think we're not trying to beat a dead horse here but just to, to really give light to, gosh, I mean, sometimes it may seem difficult, but sometimes the alternative may be more difficult than it's, you won't see it until you get there. So do all that you can to be as great as you can with what you have now and to create greatness. And also 
realize that you cannot stay stagnant in relationships and expect them to stay where they are. It's impossible. They will just get worse. If you're just, if you're not putting effort in your relationship's just going to get worse. Now, if you're trying to make your relationship worse, obviously it's going to be worse. Right. (laughs) But, but even if you're just trying to just maintain, like that's impossible to do the thermal, the laws of thermodynamics are not in your favor. You, You have to find a way if you want to be happy and if you want greatness, that's up to you. That's up to the effort you're willing to put into the system. That's up to um, how much you're willing to work to get it. And, and, and also, it's in, in a marriage, it takes two people. And it's not about compromise. I'm sick of hearing about that. It is not about compromise. It is not about happy wife, happy life. That is not it. It is about happy spouses, happy houses. It is 100% towards your husband, and it's 100% towards your wife. And it, it is giving your 100% of yourself to make that happen is what that means. Giving 100% of yourself into making your spouse feel the way that you know they deserve or need or want to feel or how you want them to feel in a positive way. You may want them to feel like crap. <laughs> That's not going to help. <laughs> you may be upset and mad. I mean, his underwear may stink extra. I don't know. But <laughs> like focusing on the bad is not going to bring about the good. It just, again, the laws of thermodynamics are not in your favor. So, um, but just, I don't know. I just want, I feel like we need to clean that up a little bit and just, um, speak to like, yeah, you know what? Marriage can be hard, right? But it's pretty freaking great. Like, I don't know. It's pretty freaking great. You know, it's, it's pretty great. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, single guy on the, on the other side of this. Single mic. guy on the other side of the mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Justin, what do you think? Are we, are we, do we know? I mean, we're obviously not single. I'm tired of the dating scene and I'm tired of, I don't, I just don't like where dating's at in this, where we are in the world today. And it's just super difficult being single. And it's like, I think us as single guys, just we gravitate towards what seeing you have or you guys have. And we want that. And a lot of times you'll hear it on the other side, like, Oh, I wish I was still single or something like that. But then you hear it from single guys and they're like, God, I wish I had, I wish I was married. Wish I had a family. That's what I was trying to speak to that whole fantasy of man. If I was single, I could go out and have these wild weekends and these great, crazy experiences. And I can sow my oats again. And I feel so trapped and suffocated by this relationship. And this may be the greatest thing that's ever happened to you, man. Like, I I know, I know. I just, I, 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 I don't know. I've, I couldn't, I couldn't throw that away. I couldn't throw that away. I, I come home to, um, probably the most understanding woman in the world and a house full of loving children and a loving wife. And, um, that's every day I get to do that. That is my privilege that I get to do. Um, and I tried as hard as I could to throw it away for some stupid reason. So don't do that. If, if you can at all save it, do what it takes, do what it takes to save it. And I'm not perfect guys. I still screw up. Just another disclaimer out there. Before you haters start hitting me with, hey, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I did that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm stupid. I do things stupid sometimes, right? But um, it's recognizing that you did something stupid and then making a course correction so that you'll be less likely to do something stupid again, right? And, and don't stay stupid. Like, like move, towards, move towards enlightenment. Move towards, move towards the light. You know, move, move towards help. And, and if you... If you don't know where to go, 
So maybe send a DM. Maybe we can direct you. But we're we're not we're not your counselor either. But but seek counseling, seek help, um, and and maybe the greatest help you could ever find might just be right there in your spouse's heart. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We hope you found value. Again, if you found value in today's episode, we ask you and implore you and, and plead with you to share the episodes with those you love and those you think may benefit from them. And uh, make sure you subscribe and like. That helps us keep this thing going. And we appreciate you listening. Thank you for listening to The Value Script. Mm-hmm.